Here comes the rundown. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. What's going on, man? Everything's going on. It's 2018. It's a new year. I'm excited. Is that... Do you do resolutions? You know there's a lot of people that do no. resolutions. No, mine are unique. Tell us more. I am probably one of like five Americans out there who has made a resolution to make myself look better physically and i'm going to be working out more oh my yeah i hear donald trump's working out more no yeah Uh, he uh i think the white house is not going to allow him to eat cheeseburgers in bed or drink 11 (laughs) diet cokes as the leader uh most powerful man i heard about that so there is some truth to that well the truth is is that he loves mcdonald's and he loves diet cokes and i was told that he drinks 11 diet cokes a day and they're very american that is so this is starting off great man we're right into politics (laughs) There's a McDonald's right around the corner. He was afraid of getting poisoned, probably for good reason. <laughs> and so they went to McDonald's and asked the people there if his White House chef could get the recipe for a Big Mac so that he oh. could make it. And they said, ah, yeah, not going to happen. Well, uh, no secret sauce for you. Oh, I want to start off by saying this show is brought to you. And hopefully our sponsors don't drop us after this show <laughs> brought to you by the human Likely. charger. The sun in your pocket. You guys have heard me talk about the human charger a ton before where these super white with blue infused light earbuds go into your ears. They give your brain the same perception as looking at the sun. Many people aren't sure how this thing works, but think about it. It's science. It's part of my life. It's science. It's got (laughs) to work, right? Think about it, though. If your brain perceives you looking at the sun, you're going to have more energy, pound less caffeine. You're going to use this sometimes as a pick me up in the afternoon. That's what I use it for mostly. I tried to tell Bo here about it, and I think he naysayed it a couple of times. Have I you did. ever actually used it? I have not used it. Shame I you. saw you share it with somebody else this morning, and I'm not going to lie. The jealousy did set in. Uh, As it should have. Why haven't you let me try out what you are talking about? And until then, I'm going to naysay it. Uh, you didn't ask. I did not ask. It's amazing. I've used it for a year and a half. People out there all over the world who have gone and bought it have written me and said, I went and bought my own. And I've been using it for months now. Here's what I want you guys to do. My team's made this super easy. Go to success101podcast.com forward slash human charger. And once you get to checkout, enter success101, you're going to get 20% off that thing. And I promise you, you're going to love it. And free shipping. By saying please? By entering success101 in the checkout okay. section. Okay. Also, this show is brought to you by Ample. If you guys haven't heard me talk about Ample, well, you probably just haven't listened to many of my shows because mm. this is one of the most awesome meal replacement drinks, and you're going to get 15% off. Here's how you do it. You go to success101podcast.com forward slash Ample. That's A-M-P-L-E, not Apple. Right. Like but New York's the big Ample of... of. A-M-P-L-E, success101podcast.com forward slash Ample. When you get to check out, you're going to enter that same magic code, success101. Not too tough. My team's made it really Sounds. easy. My good friend Connor Young over there has made this unbelievable meal replacement shake good friends of mine like mark divine swear by this but it's a 400 or 600 calorie shake it's soy free gluten-free no artificial sweeteners no artificial flavors 
And check this out, guys. It's got a ton of healthy fats in it, quality protein, probiotics, prebiotics, plant-based micronutrients, and a whole lot of goodness that you guys aren't just going to find anywhere out there. So again, go to success101podcast.com forward slash A-M-P-L-E. Not Apple. Not Apple. Not the big Apple. And enter success101, you're going to grab 15% off of the 400 or 600 calorie shake. And the reviews have been awesome. So you said it's probiotic, prebiotic, it's hydrobiotic. No, I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't say that? No, no. Oh. I don't think that's even part um, of what they're trying to go for. There's a movie out there. Greece. Oh, is that The Matrix? It's Grease. My wife would know that. Hydromatic. Success 101 has been awesome. And really, my goal with Success 101 was to bring a peak performance message to people out there trying to thrive every day, not get in burnout, not get in sabotage, not get in fatigue. I started noticing people, Bo, younger and younger than I was in maybe not burnout yet, but absolutely on that path. Mm-hmm. And so I'm fulfilled by this. I love being able to put out the message, but I love the fact that you and I are getting to shake it up a little bit. Whatever it ends up being, I'm or if, so or excited not. to be here. Or if it doesn't. Or not, this might not ever see the airwaves, yeah. in which case I love You guys can get this episode. If it doesn't hit the airwaves, you can get it through my subscription service. I'll listen to it there. Tell people a little bit about you. Who no, are I don't I don't even know who you are. This well, guy's just sitting in my studio right now, and I don't even know who he is. I was actually holding a cardboard sign on the intersection of O'Connor. It said, "Will podcast for food." And Jared said, "Lucky you! I have a top 100 iTunes podcast." Picked me up and said, "How are you in the mic?" And I said, "I'm just hungry." So here I am. Born and raised in Fort Worth. West Philadelphia? No, not. Born and raised? Or on the something? playground is where I spent most of my days. <laughs> acting all cool. I used to be there till some bad guys came out acting all cool. Wait, no, that's, that's not that, it. That's, that's not, not part it. of the song. I, I, sorry. Well, anyways, I moved to Bel Air and lived with my uncle and, and aunt and Jeffrey. and uh, Jeffrey? Jeffrey. And they taught me how to be a man. So married to Elisa. Yes, we were married in June. I had a great uh, time 17. at your wedding. Uh, we did too. It was fantastic. Probably and, more and, fun after the wedding. Oh, uh, we Hawaii? ordered so much McDonald's via Uber Eats. I just want to eat cheeseburgers. Yeah, well, bed. I didn't want to be poisoned by the room service. So I don't know if this is a great time to throw a, a question at you. Oh, Jenny. why not? We're on the mic talking to 130 countries. That's a great time. I think actually the best time. No better time. Yeah, depending right? on what it is. Would you rather... Live with 100 duck-sized President Trumps or one President Trump-sized duck? 100 President Trump-sized ducks. That's your answer. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, don't don't come out too early. Oh, Or one duck-sized President Trump. No, no. One President Trump-sized duck. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, is the duck a it's president? It's going to be huge. Was it, is the tie uh, extremely long? Feet. It is down to yeah. two feet. Somebody's yeah. got to tell that duck about that. Yes. I don't want a hundred of anything Trump related. <laughs> no, that's not a political statement. I feel like you're drawing me in here. That's not. Well, a I might statement. be. No, that's not a political statement to anyone not. listening out there. But I don't need a hundred of him. So I think I would want a President Trump sized duck. Would that be slightly annoying for you and your family having to live with that? I would a be yellow duck? the greatest could... duck you've ever seen. Believe exactly. me. He speaks the like, truth. Like, really believe me. I, no, I, I, I do believe you. I'm saying I, I've got to go with the president Trump, size Trump, duck. Big Mac size duck. Okay. Is yeah, it I would I would, would it be with, annoying? 
Oh, would it be? Uh, well, sure. Both okay. situations would be that's very crazy. Annoying. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, I feel like I'd be less annoying than a President Trump-sized duck. So you should take me in. <laughs> are you? Are you? <laughs> are you inviting yourself for a weekend I, with my family for the fifth time? Yeah, probably. Exactly. Yes. I, I think there's more than that, but uh, there probably is. I, I would. I would have to go with. We reached uh, an agreement here, huh? Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Sure. We'll talk offline. Well, okay. Okay. All right. Not for the listener ears, I guess. Most overrated movie. I'm not a big movie. I like, I, 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 and I knew that about you too. I knew that you weren't a huge movie guy or really just a big TV person in general, unless you're trying to steal my mom's info to stream. Oh, yeah. Funny story for the listeners out there is that my (laughs) wife and I cut cable long ago and they canceled, they waited forever and then they canceled it right when the college football season started. Mm -hmm. And so I had to throw a message out to Bo and I said, Bo, I need a favor. Can As you always. give me uh, a code? And he said, well, I can give you my mom's code. So it was right about the time of the presidential elections, mm-hmm. two Novembers ago. That's right. And I was trying to watch that, and I pushed a button on the app. And suddenly, <laughs> Bo sends me a text and says, did you just change my mom's TV? <laughs> I totally forgot about this. And I said, I think I, I think when I pushed that, I thought maybe I was changing something. But I was trying to stream the national championship game this last Monday and I, it kept getting cut off because it was saying that the uh, maximum number of concurrent streams on your account has, has reached its limit. It kept telling me that too. Yeah. It was so oh, I'd never seen that before. It was infuriating. I wonder who did that. It was you. No, which by the way, Alabama, what do you think about Nick Saban? Uh, I mean, okay. For the listeners who don't know me, I am a diehard TCU guy. Oh gosh. The frogs that split blood out of their eyes can't be a real mascot. That's the most unique mascot you've ever heard of, besides the banana slugs. Who's that? Uh, It's a California team. I cannot remember the actual (laughs) school's name. I wish I did. I I want to see the banana hammocks. Uh, Yeah, the banana slugs are another mascot that I feel like is unique. The horn frogs, that is my team. Go frogs. Fun fact, they're not frogs, they're lizards. Really? Yeah, they are. Well, that's even more sad because you guys put frogs on everything. It's easier to say than lizards, I guess. So people give Nick Saban a lot of crap. Mm -hmm. Find somebody else who has done more than him. (laughs) See, here's the thing. When people give Saban crack... Crap and crack. Here's Please the thing. Let us in on some inside information if you have some. Here's the thing. When people give Saban crap, I I don't feel like it's from the standpoint of, you know, oh my gosh, we're so much better than them. Because you what the man has done, you cannot deny the greatness of it. I mean, five national championships in nine years. If there is anything that needs to be talked about in the success one-on-one podcast, it's the fact that this this person in the world of sports with sports. I mean, let's be honest, you know, sports is, you know, who can be better than the others in, in every single sport. There is, there's always a competition to be better than the others. College football right now is being dominated by one person. And it pains me to say that as a TCU supporter, but Nick Saban, what do you, what, what do you think about UCF declaring themselves national champions oh, this year it. and putting a banner up? Oh, I love it. Why? I love it because I'm going to jump across the table and fight you. Well, you better, Mister and M. Thirteen, thirteen and zero doesn't mean you get a national championship. I mean, because I've been a diehard college football fan for really the last eight years since my sports consciousness kicked in. 
Um, you mean since CCU actually became a relevant mm-hmm. player? Anywhere? They're the same. Yes. Oh, okay. They're the same. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he here's you may or may not know this. I'm sure I mentioned it to you one time. You probably just forgot because you know you're with the SEC. That's what you do. I doubt it. Uh, other teams outside the SEC don't mean anything to you. Um, uh, that's probably true. TCU back in 2010 slash 11 won the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin 21 19. Is that when you were the water boy? I was not the water boy. I was an equipment manager. Oh, is, but aren't those the same thing? Mm-mm. Can't the water nope. guy that gives See, the water? See, here's the thing the athletic trainers are the ones who carry the water. The equipment managers, so like my job specifically was to hold the game ball for the ref 15 yards down the line of scrimmage. And every time there was a big play, ref would look to me, clap his hands. Open up, I'd throw the ball in, he'd take it. So, anyways, that was the Oh my gosh, how essential. Oh, so essential. See, here's the thing. The game couldn't even. Here's the thing. No one had a closer seat than I did. The game couldn't have even continued without you. Not without me, man. So, I mean, yeah, you had a great seat. But TCU would not have run the Rose Bowl without me there. I throw the balls into the refs who needed them. You held Held the the refs' balls. balls. I did. Man, that's awesome. That was an amazing year. It was incredible. TC went undefeated that year. And so basically what you see playing doing the right now, mighty big 12. That's not even 12 teams. Um, sorry. They were in the mountain West conference, which probably doesn't help my argument at that point, but they were in the mountain West conference at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not, <laughs> you're not helping yourself there a whole lot. Nope, not at all. They uh, were in the mountain West conference, went completely undefeated for, I think the second year in a row. Uh, Utah was actually ranked pretty highly that year as well as were they the year before they went into Mormons are always extremely successful at anything. It's usually dentistry. Yeah, it's very true. But, you know, we went to Pasadena, played Wisconsin. Wisconsin was the big 10 sh- champion. I think that year is what they were. And we beat them. And, and so I love what UCF is doing. Alabama. I, I amazing. Do not, team. I do not love what they're doing. I'm sorry. They're not the national champion. You don't get to name yourself a national champion because you played whoever and you didn't get beat. And again, we are talking about Nick Saban and Alabama and the success that they have created on the football field over the past nine years, which is unchallenged. I mean, there is no argument against that. It benefits to be Bama. I mean, apparently it's challenged by UCF, who's hanging a national championship. Which I love. Alabama didn't win their conference championship. It doesn't matter. It does matter. UCF wins their conference. They win their conference. Mm-hmm. Alabama doesn't. Nope. So that makes them national champions. Uh, no, it's that they went undefeated. We can agree to disagree. I don't think so. There's, this is a topic that's way bigger than just success 101. So I don't want to get super into it. I will. There's I will. A lot bigger than Send that, me your but... emails. I will get into it. Um, but the point I want to make is just that what Saban has achieved at Alabama is just unrivaled. I mean... Five national championships, and this last one might, might, and there's room for argument, but might have been the most impressive just because of... Is it not six? What, do you have six? Well, I'm just asking. Is it not six? I found five. Was it six? Hey, Siri, how many championships has Alabama football won in the past 10 years? No, Nick Saban. He won with LSU. Alabama. Just, just the one program. But you said Nick Saban has won... With one five team, with one team, with one team. Okay, so Nick Saban, six national championships, five with Alabama. In the past nine years, which, I mean, shatters the old record, which was also previously held by Alabama and Coach Bear Bryant. <laughs> was that your Bear impression? You yeah. want to know a little bit about Nick Saban? Hit me. So I did some research. Personal life, Nick Saban. He was born in West Virginia. We know about those people. He and his wife, Terry constable mm-hmm. her maiden name 
Like that's that's like a policeman. That's quite a maiden name. They've got two children, a son, Nicholas, and a daughter, Kristen. He's a devout Roman Catholic. Preach. Little known fact, mm-hmm. Sabin is of Croatian origin. I believe you. think you. he and Tony Kukoc are very good friends? Tony who? Kukoc. Elaborate. He used to play for the Bulls during Jordan's days. Pippen, Steve Kerr. Oh, God, you're Tony old. Tony Kukoc, number seven. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Well, Croatians do stick together. Yes, they do. Bill Belichick. That's oh, out of nowhere. Nick Saban is good friends. Okay, makes sense. The Said both- when speaking about he and Saban, two successful croats in the same division of the NFL, you must admit you don't see that every day. That's a weird word to use. 150 years from now, you'll probably see that in a textbook somewhere. I would totally agree, but again, a weird word to croats. croats. What is a croat? Hey, the croats. When you talk about success in football and you're bringing up Saban, and then you got to go to Belichick, like what Belichick has accomplished with the Patriots, which again, right now, there's like a lot of divisive between uh, he mad. Belichick and so Kraft mad. and Brady. It's it's crazy. Saban graduated from Kent State University, where he played defensive back. Do you see that guy as a defensive back? I Saban? Bet cru- I bet he crushed him school. He No, no. See, that's the thing. is like Alabama is known, one, for the run game, but then two, also for their stout defense. That doesn't surprise me. Did you know Saban is a Hollywood icon? Uh, he made a cameo appearance of himself in the movie The Blind Side. The Blind Wait. Wait, no, no, no. I saw that movie. Where, uh, oh, you saw that movie? It's one of the best movies ever. <laughs> I hope you saw it. No, it was a great movie. I love this. Super inspirational. What? Did he play himself? Well, yeah. Okay. He's trying to recruit right. Big Boy. Michael or Big Mike. Yeah. Nicholas Lou Saban Jr. is his full name. He was born in 1951. Okay. That was like back in the war. I'm sure there was some war. Uh, yeah, it was. Not actually. Not if you actually. Know your history, you know yeah, that. Yeah, a little oh, maybe bit afterwards. Saban led the LSU Tigers to the BCS National Championship. You remember how everybody used to complain about the BCS, and now everyone complains about Oh, dude, about I, was a, I was a complainer of the BCS. Everyone complains about the playoffs now. Well, Saban, talking about Saban, he uh-huh. comes out regularly. Talking see, about how the playoffs can be improved, even though the dude wins them. See, here's the thing. Saban, if someone comes out and complains that the playoffs are bad and they're winning them every year, you got to listen to that guy. See, here's the thing. Saban has come said? up with a uh, a foolproof formula to make the playoffs every single year. Step one, be Alabama. Mm. Step two, don't be not Alabama. Well, so again, Saban, because they're Alabama and because they're not not Alabama. Bro, they're talented, bro. No. Uh, right. That's it, the worst analysis I've ever heard. <laughs> Fun fact. Nick Saban became the first coach in college football history to win a national championship with two different FBS schools since the inception of the AP poll in 1936. With LSU and What do you think Alabama? he thinks about when he's by himself at night? Oh, when he's sitting on the can at night or just sitting around <laughs> on the couch? When he's sitting around on the couch at night, what oh, does he why think did I about? I that Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, he said after the game, I heard him say, I don't care about any of that, that I've won six titles. Mm-hmm. I've now matched Bear Bryant. Does. I don't care about any of that. Which he does. I just care about these people. He's probably playing that video you just mentioned. He's probably playing that on repeat. Fun fact number two. All the time. Fun fact number Saban two, all right. never intended to be a coach. He was into broadcasting, huh? Not at all. No? Oh. He never intended to be a coach. Oh, okay. Don James, his oh. coach at Kent State, mm-hmm. made him a graduate assistant because Saban was waiting for his wife to graduate before he could leave. Uh, that's what got him into coaching, bro. That's unbelievable. He didn't want to be a coach. He was out pursuing other things, and he said, hey, 
if you want to stay here while your wife's finishing school, just come be my graduate assistant. I would love to have talked to Saban four years before that and asked him the question, where do you want to be in five years? And just seen what he had said. He later served as an assistant coach at Syracuse, West Virginia, Ohio State, Navy, Michigan State with the Houston Oilers. Yeah, he did have a little bit of an NFL stint that wasn't all that successful. So, he actually had two. Mm, yeah. Wait for the story. Right. The Houston Oilers, the Cleveland Browns. Right. He became the head coach of Toledo, Michigan State, LSU, then went to the pros again to the Miami Dolphins. Okay, Miami Dolphins. And then came to Alabama. Alabama, right. The Miami Dolphins, they were just too good that they didn't need them anymore, right? Saban led the LSU Tigers to the BCS National Championship in 2003 and the Tide to the National Championship in 2009, 11, 12, then the college football playoff in 2015, and then 2017, as we all know, just as happened. As we all know, which actually happened in 18 because of how calendars work. Are you ready for the coaching tree? The coaching what? Are you ready for the coaching tree? We you know there's about? family trees. Right. People okay. in sports oh, oh, have coaching Oh, you mean trees. people that have spurred off from like, you know, what he's been doing over the years. Check this out, man. Over the years, many, and I mean many, former assistants have been coaches under Saban. And they've gone on to take head coaching positions. Is there so, a number? How many? I'm going to read off to you. You're going to get to that. Okay. I'm going to read off to you how right. many people, extremely successful people, oh, so, have come from So Saban. successful. Current Dallas Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett was the quarterback's coach for the Miami Dolphins okay, while Saban wait. was the head coach. Okay, wait. Too soon for the Cowboys? Uh, so too soon. I don't. Okay, let's don't, move on. It'll get better. What did He didn't learn anything. Most notable are Jimbo Fisher. New coach of the Texas A&M Aggies. Whoop. Of course. That was coming. Will Muschamp. That was coming. South Carolina coach who used to coach the Florida Gators, who I'm a mm-hmm. big fan of. Mm, Mike Haywood and Derek Dooley. And Derek Dooley. Okay. Bobby Williams. Does that name ring a bell? Yes. Current assistant coach at Alabama. Took over as head coach at Michigan State after Saban left for LSU. This is like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Another assistant from his time at Michigan State, Mark D'Antonio, is the uh, current Michigan is. State's head coach, uh-huh. and Jim McElwain, Saban's offensive coordinator at Alabama, who is now the I head coach at is. University of Florida, was under Saban as well. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is like an all-star squad. It's, if Saban ever became president, he's going to have all these guys in his cabinet. I don't you realize that, right? run. I mean, seriously, at this point... Five natties, nine well, years. You gotta, you gotta create a ton of success. It's and huge. Peak and it's get gonna talking, be the best. And then move on from that and start eating cheeseburgers and eleven diet cokes a day, and then you can become. Oh, that's what it is. Former Alabama defensive coordinator Kirby Smart took the coaching position at the University Boy, of that Georgia. Name sure does sound familiar. Oh, Georgia. Uh, thank you. I think we just oh, heard about them. they just went head head to head. While coaching in Toledo, Saban turned down an application from future NCAA multiple national championship head coach, Urban Meyer. Uh, who's that? He was looking. <laughs> what the notes I'm reading say, he was looking for any coaching job on Saban's staff. Oh, boy. What a desperate guy. Urban Meyer. Uh, Urban Meyer was good there. And then he left for a year, saying he had health issues, and then signed on with Ohio yeah, State. Ohio State. Like, a, like not uh, even. Yeah, not like even four that. months later. Well, when he probably, yeah. six months before like, he quit Florida, he probably I, I already had I need to job. spend more time with my family. 
uh, <clears throat> while I'm up in Ohio State. Yeah, I need to spend yeah. more time with my family, even though six months ago I took on the job with something. Ohio State. Right, no. Saban is from the Bill Belichick coaching tree, having worked right. as his defensive coordinator during Belichick's tenure as head coach of Again, the, I don't think of I the Cleveland Browns. Oh, wow. Zero See, and 16. They had a parade the other day for zero and 16. Yeah, I saw that. And I saw a bunch of their players saying, like, if you are fans, are real fans, please don't go to that. Like, that is... Oh, they weren't supporting it? No, the players were ESPN like, covered it. so embarrassing. We already went 0-16. Please don't support it. But they did. I think you got it. I mean... 0-16, yeah, but if something's going on, you got to support it. It's celebration. It's so worth a celebration. Celebrate your people, guys. Right. What I think is incredible, too, you're mentioning all those people that come off of that coaching tree. I, first of all, by the way... When you have a conversation about football greatness, there is no way you do not have a conversation about Saban and Belichick in the same conversation. Sabacek. Sabacek. That's a fiery relationship. Sabacek. What they are both accomplishing in their specific leagues is just unprecedented. But Belichick, I think, would be the stronger one because he's been able to prove he can do it at the NFL level. A lot of guys yeah, can in the do NFL. That, yes, right. A lot of guys with your GMs, with your presidents, with your OCs. I mean, the way that he conducts the program, you know, and and you know, unlike here in Dallas, he's not able to, or he is able to, you know, kind of separate that GM from the ownership. It's amazing. What I don't understand, and this can be for another podcast, John Gruden just got signed for $100 million or some astronomical number. It is unprecedented and And he was with the Raiders before and had a record of like 34 and 26. I don't understand why they all of a sudden. 34 and 26, and they bring him back for $100 million. I don't understand why they all of a sudden decided why he was worth so much money just because he had his own dang show. I I just, I don't He is talented. He reminds me a lot of uh, Jimmy Johnson. There's no doubt he is talented. However, I just don't understand the unprecedented amount of money being thrown at him. I think what speaks tons of volume right now is the fact that anyone who's come off of Saban's coaching tree, and you were mentioning, you know, Saban being from Belichick, no one who has come from Saban's coaching tree has been even close to touching the kind of success that he has. He's undefeated against his assistants, you know, in all the games that he's played. Kirby Smart almost got him. Kirby Smart, we were all, I, and I speak for everyone who isn't an SEC fan, we were all sitting next to our TVs at halftime, 13-0, going, this is it. We got it. We got him. Shooting we're blood get him. out of your eyes like the TV. Shooting blood out of our eyes. That's right. It's so weird. You come near us, we're going to shoot blood out of our eyes. I actually, my TCU Horn Frog cufflinks that I'm wearing right now, you can see them. See them? Yeah, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see these. <laughs> zoom in on those. All right. Zoom Producer in. Where's Phil, the zoom camera? In on Do those. I face this way? Where is it? There oh, it is right there. Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, oh, that's a nice looking silver frog. I cut myself with these cufflinks today, actually, did, on my did leg. Did the shooting blood <laughs> split the skin? Uh, I was spurting blood, actually, this morning. Spurting? Spurting. spurting. I haven't. Spurting. Yes. I haven't done that in a long time. Uh, no, I actually uh, I worked out for the first time this year, according to you know with oh, my gosh. New Year's revolution. New Year's not revolution resolution. It could be a revolution. Against it could your, be revolution against your uh, with my New Year's resolution. Revolution was, against your body in the state oh, yeah. that it's gotten in. It's revolution. <sighs> I was uh, wanting to work out, and when I got down on my knees, my my legs were so sore from the workout. 
when I got down, um, I'm going to tie my shoe and I was so out of breath that my forearm just <laughs> went across my thigh <laughs> and it just sliced it open with my cufflinks. And I looked down and I was like, nah, I got a problem. So, dang, man. It gives I, a new meaning to the hustle and the grind when you get your shoes on each I got day. blood all over my elbow, my first shirt. Yeah, battle wounds. I went to go hang up my jacket up in my car and saw the blood and was like, ah. Oh. I went back inside. I had to change my shirts. Shout out to Saban for making what is possibly the riskiest coaching move in all of college football history. And that is taking out a starting quarterback who brought them all that way all that season, Jalen Hurts. And replacing him with the freshman quarterback. Dude, it's a crazy right. story. I don't understand. It was crazy. Like They were down 13-0, and he came back. Not only did he lead a comeback to tie the game, but he also led it to win the game. And the play before, when he won the game, he was sacked for a loss of 18 yards. The guy just, was in high school in I, Hawaii last the year. The exact same Less time. than a year ago. Unbelievable. Tua Tagoailoa. I'm, I'm not sure I said that right. Tua. Uh, Tua. But a, but just the fact that he put him in over Jalen Hurts, and that guy not only led a comeback, but also led an overtime win for the national championship. That dude just played the biggest game of his life. And Saban knew before the game that he needed to be the guy because he told him before the game that in the second half, Tua was coming in to start. <laughs> See, Saban has actually been long conning everybody in the college football world. By sitting his starting quarterback the entire season until the national championship and starting him then. So as we wrap up, just want to talk about, you know, today and what today has been throughout history. So I'm a huge on this day in history guy. You and I and Jared, that is why I've been so excited about this is because you and I are both just big lovers of history. We, you know, love the same kind of stuff. We have the same daily devotional on our desk. And I actually bought you. I don't know if you still use it, the history daily devotional in American uh, history. Yeah. No, I really appreciate you getting yeah, no, that, for me. That's it's right there. No, oh, there it I is. Look it. at that. Uh, I see it right on, there. Oh, that is still on the wrapping paper. No, yeah. it's, it's just, I, it looks like that. I promise I've read it well, once. Well, anyways, we're both fans of history, right? Yeah. Today in history, back in 49 BC, can you imagine what was going on? That's uh, that's before Christ. It was before Christ. That's it was a, also before Coleman. Oh, it was. It was. That's factual. That's right. Caesar, he actually crossed the Rubicon today. Do you know what that meant? Well, I know Rubicon is a Honda four-wheeler. It is make. a Honda four-wheeler. It was also a body of water, which oh. when Caesar crossed it, it actually uh, sparked the Civil War. Civil in War 49 of, BC in, uh, of, of ancient Roman times. Oh, the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, in 1475, uh, I'm actually not 100% sure whether this is Stephen or Stephen. So I'm going to say uh, Stephen. I'd say, yeah, Stephen probably back then, Stephen in today's time. Yeah, right. Stephen III of uh, Moldova. Mm-hmm. He defeated the Ottoman Empire at the Battle of Vaslui. Mm, yes. Vaslui. Yes. That's a big deal. But what would you think if you defeated a few million square miles? I'm going to go down in the history books. People well, are going to know my name. Well, we're talking about him. So you know what else happened today? Well, Back in it? 1776. That's an important year. Ooh, Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine. Who wrote Common Sense. He released Common Sense today. Ah, Back have you ever read Common Sense? I read a portion of it. I would encourage you to go on Amazon.com. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. When okay. I read Common Sense, okay. it made a whole lot of sense sense for why people back then hated a monarchy 
it's really the first publication ever that disses the king because people were starting to realize that they didn't want to be under a monarchy. They started fighting back. Thomas Paine didn't put his name on that document for, I believe, somewhere between three and five years. Jared and I are both history fanatics. Buffs. It's called buffs. Oh, I'm sorry. We're both history buffs. And we're buff. We are buff. And Jared might be a little bit closer. There's going to be less of me sitting over here next week. Uh, Like you'll come in halfway through the show or? No, no. There'll be less per square inch. Okay. This has been an awesome time. You can find me on the Success 101 podcast Facebook community page or shoot me an email at info at success101podcast.com or my favorite form of social media, which is Instagram at success101podcast. We will catch you guys on the next awesome episode. Until then. Mm -hmm.